the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. y'all we're on part two of seek wisdom anybody receive something from this series right seek wisdom right the book of proverbs is the pursuit of godly wisdom how many y'all know we need some godly wisdom anybody need some godly wisdom in their life anybody need some godly wisdom in their parenting some godly wisdom in your relationships some godly wisdom in your finances. Come on, we need some godly wisdom. Well, how do we get it? We need to seek. We need to pursue. We need to make the choice, right? We have a choice to make. We need to search. We need to find. Have anybody lost something? Like you lost your phone and it's on silent. You're not gonna be able to find it. And you're like, your watch is dead and you can't beep it. You'd be searching every pillow, every, you know, you find stuff in the couch, you'd even know it was there because you're on the hunt, you're searching, you're looking for your phone. Anybody lost some money before? You know you're gonna find that money. You lost a little gold earring. You're searching, tearing up everything, right? How about we search, seek, pursue wisdom? Godly wisdom, godly understanding. Request it, secure it, and ask God for it. We need to ask God for godly wisdom. He will hook you up. He will hook you up. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, ask. Look at your name and say, ask. With an attitude, ask. Come on. Watch out with that. Make sure you say the K, okay? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Who said this? Jesus. Is Jesus a liar? I don't think so. Come on. He said, ask, and it'll be given to you. How many of y'all been like, you over here wishing, when's the last time you asked? When's the last time you asked God? Jesus is saying, ask, and it'll be given to you. Let's ask God. Let's ask God. Let's stop asking everybody else but God. We're asking everybody else for wisdom. We're asking everybody else for approval. Let's ask God, and it'll be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it'll be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it'll be open. The crazy thing is that sometimes we're not even seeking. We're just wanting somebody to agree with us. We're not seeking counsel. We're not seeking godly wisdom. We're not, because the, the word gives us the truth. The word gives us the truth. But we're seeking for somebody to comfort us. Yeah, so your, your kids are in that situation or your finances are in this situation. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. But you know what? You are a good Christian. You are a good steward over your finances. You know, I rebuke those words in Jesus' name or whatever. Like You're like, what are you talking about? You're just like, you just want some religious mumbo-jumbo to be thrown at you. Like, your kids are falling apart. Like, you're the best mom in the world. No, how about we take an evaluation and get things in order and line it up? Do you know what I mean? But we don't want that. You're like, oh, I'm so broke. I never give. And why, don't, why isn't it given unto me? But well, you haven't give, right? Like, that's you give, and it'll be given unto you. You forgot the give part. But you, want, you just want people to be like, no, but you are blessed. You are empowered to prosper. And people just start preaching at each other. And you're like, that don't make no sense. 
There's action. There's cause and effect. We need to learn God's word, God's principles. We need to use wisdom. Ah, guys, awareness without action and application produces nothing. We are living in a woke generation. We so woke. I'm so woke. You so woke. Who's woke? But I don't even know what that is, right? There's awareness every single day on Instagram. Awareness of this. It's this awareness day. It's chocolate chip cookie awareness day. It's pizza awareness day. It's save the whale awareness day. Awareness without action or application produces nothing. We need to start applying knowledge, applying godly wisdom so that we can have change, so that we can be the change. Is anybody lacking wisdom? We all better put our hands up, right? Put our hands up. Ask God who gives freely. He gives willingly. God wants to interrupt your life. God wants to get all up in your mess. He wants you, but you know what? God has to be invited. He's got to be invited. God's a gentleman. He stands at the door and knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. You over there ducking. You ducking God, right? You want God to like bust the door down and fix everything with a miracle. And he's over there knocking at the door with wisdom. He's over there knocking at the door with godly instruction. He's over there and says, knocking at the door. And we're just like, oh, we don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. I got to do something. God, I thought you were a Gina in a bottle, baby. No, that's not. That's a song. That's an old school song. Every time I sing something, I date myself. I'm, I'm realizing that, but it's okay. Forever young, right? Wisdom is supreme. We talked about this last week. Wisdom is supreme. We order the nacho supreme, the grande supreme. Can I get a, you know, whatever? We need the sour cream, guacamole. That's a dollar more. I'll take it. I'm supreme, right? Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is the principal thing. And wisdom is the application of knowledge. Wisdom is the application of knowledge, right? We are living in a know-it-all generation. And I'm saying every age and stage, right? I know. Anybody said that? Anybody said that today? Anybody said that this week? Come on. We're in a know-it-all generation. I know. I know. I know. I grew up saying, I know, I know, I know. And one time Pastor Dan's like, if you know, how come you didn't do it? I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, that'll get you, right? Just because we have information overload doesn't mean we have wisdom. Do we have information overload, 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 overload about whatever? We can look up, we can Google any fact. We can look it up and then all of a sudden we're a what? Know it all. Why? Because Google said so. We believe Google, we think Google is God. No, he's not. No, it's not. He, <laughs> just because we have all this information, right? We're inform, is anybody else an information junkie? Like, like, I feel like because we have our phone right here, just this just happened yesterday. I was speaking of um, some books I'd like to read or whatever, and I said this actor's name, and I'm like, oh, I would like to read his book. He intrigues me, like just the way he thinks, the way he processes, and then someone's like, oh, I think he's of this religion. And I'm like, is he? And then what do I do? Google. <laughs> what religion is so-and-so? And I'm like, oh, he's a Christian. <laughs> it's, but Google said he's a Christian, so I believe, right? <laughs> but I just like, he, you know, he intrigues me, the way he thinks, how he processes. 
But it was just funny because I don't want to buy the book. I want to like somehow rent it at the library or something. <laughs> but we're in an information overload. Information junkies, right? I know it. I know it. I read it. I read it. I saw it, right? How many of us have said that? I saw it. I quote it. I quote it. I post it. You know, I post it. I quote it. I saw it. I heard it. But the question is, did you apply it? Right? Did you apply it? It's like hashtag goals, relationship goals. Like, who cares about all of that? It's about you. It's about your, your life. It's about your family, right? It's, you know, everything on Instagram, everything on TikTok, everything on Facebook, whatever, tickety TikTok, snappity snap snap, whatever's happening right now because your girl's off the grid. Woo wee! But, anyways, it's all fake. It's all fake because nobody takes a picture of themselves without brushing their teeth, without combing their hair, putting a little blush on, putting a little mascara, talking about woke up like this, talking about hashtag no makeup. Like, we see all that mascara, girl. We know. We know. We see your one fake eyelash is a little lower than the other one. Talk about natural beauty. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Whatever. It's something. It's fake. It's so fake. And then we're just living in this generation that we have all these images, all these pictures, all this. And that's where you're seeking validation. But we need to seek transformation through the word of God. Transformation through wisdom. Right? We did. We have to ask ourselves this. The next time we say, I know it, I read it, I quoted it, did I apply it? Did I apply it? Did I apply it? Knowledge alone isn't power. Knowledge is just information. I mean, you know, we just been storing stuff up there, and it's getting cobwebs. It, you know, what you don't use, you lose, right? Knowledge alone isn't power. The application of knowledge is power. Like, knowledge is power. No, 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 no. The application of that knowledge is power. It's like when you apply that word, you start having results. You start having fruit from that word. Because we can be in here, we can hear the word, and we can get a lot of information. Especially here at Love Life. Come on. We get a good word. We get a lot of information. We can post about it. We can write about it. But unless we apply it, it will not change our lives. It will not have fruit. And you know what? You know what? We need to apply it in every area of our life. In every area of our life. I love that about love life. It's about life. It's about loving God, loving people, and loving life. So we need to apply God's word into our relationships. We need to apply God's word into our finances. We need to apply God's word into the way we think, right? Because the application of knowledge is power. The application of knowledge is wisdom. Like you don't say that's a wise person because they have a lot of information, because they've read a lot of books, because they can tell you every scripture in the whole Bible. No, you say that's a wise person when the results of their life is wisdom. When the results of their life is producing a lot of fruit, of honor, riches, peace, joy, right? Long life, awareness, action, and application produces change. Because awareness alone produces nothing, right? We know this more than ever. Anybody, like, there's probably, like, a calendar with all the awareness day. 
awareness, awareness, awareness. And I want to say that awareness has done more damage than ever because now we're aware of all these problems and there's no action to fix them. There's not an action plan. This is why this, the wisdom of God, the Proverbs, is action plan, an action plan for your life just so that you can apply wisdom. And also, I'm loving Proverbs. We're enjoying Proverbs. Anybody doing the Proverbs challenge, right? The Proverbs a day. But you also got to remember that we have to filter it through a new covenant, okay? We have a new covenant. Thank you, Jesus. We have a new covenant. So sometimes there's um, some results where it says, like, God's going to leave you. He's going to laugh at you. But thank you that Jesus gets that result, and he paid for that result at the cross. So if you guys are reading the Proverbs challenge for the first time, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. God's not going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. But we need to apply the godly wisdom that we receive from there. Anybody else got a little scared? We scared? You scared? You scared? No, we ain't scared, huh? We know God's never going to leave us. Or you ain't doing the challenge. One or the other. (laughs) Right? One or the other. Who's ready for change? Right? Who's ready for change? I'm ready for some change. Who's ready to apply? That's the hard part, right? Ready for change. You could map out change. You're like, yeah. You could map out a workout. You could map out like, this is how I'm going to eat. You know, it's like Sunday, and you're like, okay, I'm going to eat like this. I'm a meal prep. Woohoo! New me, new me. And then when it actually comes to it, and them leftovers of, of some brown rice and some vegetable and some clean chicken, you're like, Ugh. That looks nasty, right? It starts off, but it's the application. But you know if you spent all your budget of that week, you better be eating that rice. You better be eating that broccoli. You better eat that chicken. (laughs) Because I'm just saying, just saying, don't waste it. Bring it over here. No, just kidding. I don't want your chicken. (laughs) I got my own meal prep going. But we got to get ready. You're like, yeah, I'm ready for change. But let's prepare for application. Let's prepare for the results of wisdom. What is 2021? The year of what? Perseverance. We're going to have to persevere through some change, through some challenges. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, So everyone who hears these words of mine, this is Jesus, and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man or woman who built his house, his life upon the rock. And the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house. Because let me tell you, life happens. Let me tell you, the rain is coming. Let me tell you, the flood is coming. Let me tell you, the winds are blowing. Life is life. It's gonna happen. But yet, it did not fall because his life, his relationship, right? His finances, his family have been founded on the rock. They were founded on the rock. So when the storm came, when the sickness came, come on, when disease came, when lack came, when the, the, the winds, the rain, it all came. We didn't fall apart. We held it together. Why? Because we're founded on the rock. We're founded on Jesus. We're founded on his word, right? Because we hear and do. We hear and apply. And then when it was bumped, when our cup was bumped, what came out was God's word. When our cup was bumped, what came out was truth. Man, just saying. When I had that surgery last year, had a major surgery, I went under anesthesia for the first time. That was not fun, right? 
And my sister was with, my sister was with me. It's COVID. You're only allowed to have one person. My sister was with me. She's like, your like subconscious, non-conscious, whatever person that is, is full of faith. She's like, you were like faith woman. And I'm like, I don't remember anything because that was not me. You know, like you're like out. And she's like, because this is your sister. Come on. She can come up here, listen to the word, receive from you. She's like, I knew you were, you know, full of the Lord. But man, when you were knocked out, she's like, you are full of faith. And she's like, and you're really, really sweet. (laughs) You're really, really sweet. So you know what? Sweetness is in there, guys. Just got to knock me out to find it. It's down in there. But I'm just saying, life happens. The wind came. The storm came. The flood came. And what came out was the blood of Jesus. And what came out was I am healed. And what came out is we will overcome. And what came out was the word of God. It didn't take me out. Why? Because I was founded on the rock. Founded on Jesus. And this is available to all of us if we choose wisdom. If we choose to be the wise person, the prudent person, right, that built his house on the rock. And everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, we have an option. Do them or do not. It's up to us. We'll be like a stupid, foolish man or woman. Jesus said it. Woo! Who built his house, his life, his relationships, his finances, his family upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against the house. And what? It fell, and it fell, and great was its fall. Why? Has something come against your life? Something come against your family? Something come against your finance, and you fell? Let me tell you, you are lacking wisdom. You are lacking Jesus' answer in that area. But it's all good because wisdom is available to everyone. Wisdom is available to everyone. Jesus shows us clearly the choice of the wise person and its result. And the foolish person and their result. We just want Jesus to do it all. We just want to sit back, Netflix, chill, post about Jesus. But who wants to walk with Jesus? Come on, who wants to walk on water? You got to go through a storm. You got to go through a storm to trust Jesus and be like, surfboard, let's go. Come on. Why do I want to go through the storm? Uh-uh. Then how are you going to get on the water? How are you going to ever know that you can walk on water? That we got to trust Jesus. You choose. Let's choose wisdom. Let's choose Jesus and let's choose truth. Building our lives on his wisdom. Building our relationships on his truth. Building our finances on his word. Building our families with the principles and standards and integrity of godly wisdom. Right? Our foundation on the solid rock. Jesus and his word. Right? It says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We build our life on Jesus, on him alone. The book of Proverbs is the book in the Bible with divine wisdom, right? We could read Proverbs every day for the rest of our lives and still not get all the wisdom we need. Still be acting like a fool sometimes in some area. Anybody else? Can I get a witness? I've been here 24 years. I have read Proverbs like probably thousands of times. And let me tell you, I read Proverbs today and it smacked me in the face. 
I kid you not. I read Proverbs today. It talked about the contentious woman. It, and I looked up contentious woman. Talk about a woman, an angry woman. Like, like a man would rather live on the housetop. He'd rather live in the wilderness. He'd rather be on the roof than in a house with a contentious, angry, bitter woman. Let me tell you, life happens, but I'm going to choose wisdom. I'm going to choose forgiveness over bitterness. I'm going to choose. We have to choose these things. I feel like we hear the word, but we don't apply it into our everyday life. We hear the word. Man, Proverbs went today. I was like, man, I don't want to be an angry woman. I don't want to be bitter at the world and bitter at God. I better let it go. When stuff happens and life happens and life gets hard, I trust God. I trust God and I trust his word. I choose joy, right? I choose patience. I choose kindness. I choose to love and not hate, right? We get to, or you get to choose to be bitter. You get to choose to be nasty. And everybody in your house is like, peace, mom. You, you crazy. And you're like, no, I'm not. Get over here. Love me. We better get in the word. Come on. We better get in the word and raise the standard of our life and realize that we have a choice to make. We have a choice to make bitterness or forgiveness. When we realize it is so empowering to know that you have a choice to make. It is so empowering that you know that no one can make you feel nothing. Nobody can make you feel, you choose to feel that way. Nobody can make you think nothing. You choose to think that thought. You better take those thoughts captive or those thoughts will take you captive. One or the other, you make the choice. You make a choice. It's not just for the few, it's for everybody. It's for everybody who decides to renew their mind to the word of God. It's everybody who decides that I'm going to trade the world's way for God's way because they're always opposite ways, right? So the book of Proverbs is divine wisdom, God-given principles, standards, and values for us to live our life by, right, that bring reward. Man, we want reward. Brings joy, brings peace, brings riches and honor and long life, right? The book of Proverbs is for the naive. I love that because I can look to the word and I don't got to make the mess. I can read the mess and choose not to be in that mess. Come on. The book of the Proverbs is for the naive, the inexperienced. It's for the young, for the youth. It's for the wise to increase in their learning, right? It's for all of us to learn how to lead others to truth and wisdom through our example of integrity. It's for everyone. The world has no integrity. The world, come on, they don't care who you are. They're going to get what they want, when they want, how they want it. They don't care if they have to run over you for it, right? They have no standards. They have no honor. You know what? In the world, it's like dishonor. Dishonor your parents. Dishonor authority. Dishonor everybody. When we went to Guatemala, you better not take a picture with the police officer. Man, over here, people be flipping off police officers. I did number one in case anybody was wondering. In case that was real quick, you were just... Because you live in another country. Over here, it's like, nah, I'm my own authority. Yeah, how's that working out for you? You behind bars, bro. But anyways, but anyways, no common sense. The world has no concept of cause and effect. No concept that if I choose this choice, I'm going to let everybody down. If I make this choice, come on, I'm going to destroy my future. 
If I make this choice, the world has no concept. I could do whatever I want, when I want, how I want, but there's consequences for that life. There's consequences for that life. I just want the consequences of my life to be good. I want the consequences of my life to be fruitful in the lives of others. I want the consequences of my life to go way beyond me. I want to be dead in God. And the consequences of my life are for generations and generations from the word that was, it was planted in their life. Come on. I want the consequences of my life to be good, to be fruitful, right? I love that Proverbs makes it so clear. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Wisdom or foolishness, right? Right? Humility or humiliation. You choose. You're going to pay one or the other. You're going to pay one or the other. Proverbs 15.33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Right? Humble yourself or you will be humbled. Looking like a fool. Right? We have to learn what it means to honor the Lord. Because it's like a foreign concept. We don't know. We need to learn what it means to honor our parents. It is so important that we honor our parents, right? Not all of us were given the best parents, but let me tell you, you can honor them. Not all of us were given the best parents, but let me tell you, I honor my mom that she brought me to Jesus. I honor my mom that she brought me to church. She may not have been the best, she may not have done her best, but what I do honor is that she showed me that Jesus was the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is life. So there is honor. We need to honor our parents. We need to honor authority. We need to be thankful for authority. We need to be thankful for instruction, for rules and regulations and boundaries. We need to be thankful. That's why we can drive on the freeway and there's boundaries. There's a line you don't cross because if you cross that line, there's oncoming traffic and boom, right? We need to draw that line in our life. So that we can stop crashing. So we can stop bumping into all these things. We need to love correction. How many of you guys love the last whooping you got? And all the heads shook no. <laughs> we need to learn to love correction. Because when I get correction, I know it's an opportunity for growth. I know that there's a lesson that needs to be learned right here that your girl will not repeat. Because I'm loving correction. I'm going to learn that lesson, and I'm going to share it with others. I'm going to share it with others. There's a hole right here. If you walk right here, you're going to fall in the hole. You get your butt whooped, you get out of the hole. Don't fall in the hole again. Right? And this is a, whee! It's fun. Why? Because nobody whooped you. Nobody corrected you. Nobody loved you. Ooh-wee. Proverbs 1-7. The reverent fear. I love you, though. Anyways. The reverent fear of the Lord, that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome, honoring him, is the beginning and the supreme part of knowledge, its starting point and its essence. You know why? The, the enemy would love for us to be arrogant fools. He would love for us to dishonor the Lord and reject his commands, reject his way. Why? Because we'll never have wisdom. We'll never have wisdom because, because what? The fear of the Lord, honoring the Lord, reverencing him is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. But arrogant fools despise skillful and godly wisdom. 
right? And instruction and self-discipline. My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not reject the teaching of your mother. How many of y'all plugged your ears the last time your mom told you something? And would you say, I know. I know, mom. I know, dad. You got your head, bobble head. I know, right? Then you're like, oh, man, I've fallen for the lie. I need to receive the instruction that they have for me. I need to honor them and be thankful for the roof over my head. I need to honor them and be thankful that the shoes that I got, whatever it is, for the food. You need to be thankful. Honor the Lord and your parents. Choose wisdom. Seek wisdom. Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom begins with honoring the Lord, okay? Having respect. Having admiration having reverence, having devotion, having loyalty to God and his divine wisdom. Like back in the day, man, I was like afraid of the Bible. You know, when I tell you guys, when I got in trouble, I got kicked out of school, I got all kinds, my parents, I got, you guys, I was in trouble with the law, and I'm barely like 13. I'm over here like, whoo, life is coming at you fast. We're over here in juvie court. Like, man, misdemeanors turned into felonies. You're like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, life was happening. My parents cut all my hair off, took all my clothes away. And I'm like, is that all you got? Is that all you got? What? Whatever. Okay. I can do what I want when I want. Yeah. I was 13. Headed to juvie? No, no that's not what I want. I was being influenced by anti-authority. I was being influenced. So I had... And my parents bring me to, they make an appointment with Pastor Dan, they're like, she's the devil. Like, we beat her, we whoop her, we cut her hair off, this, this girl just bounces back. She's like, what, is that all you got? Like, they literally cut my hair off to like an inch, and I got all of the, the gel you could find at the dollar store, and this fake little chungo clip, put it on, I had a pony. My mom is like, what is wrong with you? Who are you? Like, literally, you done... You know, we're done. So they bring me to pastor's office. They're having a meeting. And guys, I had so much honor, fear, reverence. Like, I thought God was going to be in there. I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I'm outside waiting at the rocks. And they're in there telling him how bad I am. This girl is gone. Like, you know, nothing's going to stop her. So I was so afraid. Like, I literally, that's what I had admiration. I had reverence for God. Like, not my parents, but I, was, I should have had that too, but I didn't at the time. And so I get in there, and Pastor Dan opens the scripture, and I'm like, I think he's going to tell me, like, I'm going straight to hell. Like, there is nothing. You're good for nothing. Like, what you've done to your parents and your family, you're destroying your family. I was just ready for, like, you're going straight to hell. Like, and maybe I was going to go right then. Like, I didn't know, you know. So I go, and I sit down, and he teaches me how to get somebody saved. He teaches me how to, Romans 10, 9, and 10. He teaches me Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. He's like, Sasha, if you could only hear and hear and hear God's word, you could change the world. Like, if you're that unstoppable, you could change the world. I'm like, okay, done. I walked out of there so thankful that I didn't go to hell. I'm not kidding. The next day, I got the girl next to me saved. I'm like, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? And, and my parents are like, what happened to you? I'm like, all I needed was grace. <laughs> I just needed love. I needed grace. Like, I was like, I was changed. But because I had reverence for pastor, I had reverence for God, and then I had to learn 
to honor my parents and be thankful for them and all that kind of stuff. So I want to, for you guys to skip that and just already start honoring them, be thankful for them, right? Right? Only arrogant fools despise godly wisdom. How many times the world's like, I don't need no rules. Like, I broke free from the church. Well, maybe you had a bad one, right? Only arrogant fools despise godly wisdom. Psalms 14.1, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's a fool. We have to learn what it means to honor the Lord, honor our parents, honor authority, and love correction. Honor your parents is one of the Ten Commandments. You guys remember those you learned in kids' class? Exodus 20.12, honor, respect, obey, care for your father and your mother so that your days may be prolonged in the land of the Lord your God gives you. Ephesians, here's the New Testament, 6.1, children, obey your parents. I don't care how old you are, you're always a child to somebody, okay? <laughs> children, obey your parents in the Lord. That is, accept their guidance and discipline as God's representatives, for this is right for obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline. When you don't always get your way, you learn discipline. You learn self-discipline. Learning, learning to say no to yourself is one of the greatest lessons you can learn. You don't always get your way. You don't always get to have what you want, right? You don't always get to just run up and talk about, like, can I get a Supreme whatever? I don't know. I don't know why I always say Taco Bell. Because growing up, Taco Bell was like, like, it was, like, fancy, okay? Growing up, like, when you grow up, I'm telling you, with a family of seven, and they didn't have no $5 hot and ready back in the day. Like, that wasn't a thing yet, okay? You could just, there was, when I was younger, I'm about to date myself real good right here. It was 25-cent hamburgers at McDonald's, like, on a Tuesday. Let me tell you, we were in line at that 25-cent. My dad's like, can I get 100 hamburgers? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Felt like it. Felt like I got bags. And like, Dad, can I get a fry? No. <laughs> it's not 25 cents. <laughs> Anyways, obey. For it is this right. For obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline. Honor, esteem, value as precious your father and your mother to be respectful to them. This is the first commandment with a promise. Are there bad parents out there? Yes right? We know this. Are there bad people in authority out there? Yes. Are there bad people in politics out there? Yes. Are there bad police? Are there bad pastors? There's bad people out there. Yes. You can respect authority, yet disobey any ungodly command. You can respect authority, but disobey any ungodly command, right? Honor, respect, reverence, is a matter of the heart. God is after your heart. Guard your heart. Protect your heart. Watch over your heart. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. How many of y'all want a good life, right? Guard your heart. Let your heart be free from any disobedience, right? Or dishonor, I mean dishonor, disrespect. Live a life of submission, respect, and honor for authority. Even if you have to disobey an ungodly command, doesn't mean you got to get all hood on them, okay? Doesn't mean you got to get all crazy. So one time growing up, my mom's like, I'm not taking you to church. And because I was learning about, oh, no, 
I'm not going to submit to an ungodly command. I heard one verse, right? And your girl's like, I know it all, mom. So I got ready and I walked to church. It was like five miles or something. I got to church. I was late, sweaty, smelled like a dog. Like it was just like, <laughs> but let me tell you, I got there. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to be submitted to authority, but I will not obey an ungodly command. But let me tell you, my heart was not right. My heart was not right. So submission, honor, reverence is a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. You need to make sure that you're honoring others as unto the Lord. You're doing your work as unto the Lord, right? Above all, it's guard your heart. For have, have a submissive heart and respect authority. Respect God. Respect those in authority that he put over us. Satan's only weapon against us is deception. He wants to deceive us, right, with lack of wisdom, lack of knowledge, and lack of understanding, right? And he wants us to dishonor all authority so that he can deceive us like you're your own authority. No, Satan, that's you. And that's why you and your angels will send to hell. And I don't want to follow you, right? That's not, that's not my end game. That's not my end result. I choose Jesus, and I will honor authority. Proverbs 23, 17 do not let your heart envy sinners who live godless lives. This is so crazy to me that Christians have the wisdom of God. We have the freedom. We have the truth. And we're over here envying sinners, envying their life. Look at them. They're having so much fun. Look at their Instagram. Look at their TikToks. Their TikTok is popping. You don't know their life. You don't know anything about them. Do not let your heart envy sinners. Remember, guard your heart who live godless lives and have no hope of salvation, but continue to live a life in the reverent worship and fear of the Lord day by day. Surely there is a future and a reward, and your hope and expectations will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way of the Lord. Do not associate with heavy drinkers of wine. Whoop, that's for somebody or of gluttoners, eaters of meat. Woo, that's for somebody. Sounds like Fogo. <laughs> for the heavy drinker and the glutton will come to poverty and drowsiness of uh, overindulging will clothe one with rags. Why? Because you don't spent all your money, right? Listen to your father who produced you and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. It is so important that we don't envy sinners. We don't envy their ways and how they do things and to be like them or whatever. But we honor the Lord. We honor our parents. We trust in the Lord with all our heart. We don't lean to our own understanding. We acknowledge him. We honor him in all of our ways, and he directs our path. That's honoring him. Now, it says fear, 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 like fear the Lord. But it's talking about honor him. Invite him in, right? Trust in him. There's a little bit more scriptures, but... Okay, Proverbs 3, 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all of your income. We honor the Lord with our giving, with our tithes, with our offering. We live to give. We love to give. Why? Because we have a real relationship with God, and we trust his word. But we have to learn what it means to honor the Lord, putting him first, where your heart is, your treasure is also. 
Where your heart is, your money is also, right? You, you can find your heart. Just go to your bank account. You know what it's going to say? Food. <laughs> Come on. We need, and we need to learn to love correction. Proverbs 3.11. My son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes and the testing that comes from his correction through discipline. Nor despise his rebuke. For those whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. If your father is correcting you, he loves you. Right? Don't look at it any other way. We take it as a personal attack. We take it as our, we lose our identity. Why? Because your identity is in what, you're do, what you do. But that's not true. Your identity is in who you are. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. He loves you, right? Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. Last one, Proverbs 129. For they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They chose not to honor their Lord. They chose not to be loyal to the Lord. They rejected my advice. This is wisdom talking. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For, sim for simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear and harm. So that's why I'm saying like some of the Proverbs is like Jesus took that from us. So we don't have to, we're not going to go to hell, but some of us may live hell on earth because of the choices we make. Does that make sense? We're going to heaven, but let's live heaven on earth and not live hell on earth because of all the results of our bad choices. Let's choose wisdom, right? Who wants to live in peace? Choose wisdom. Choose Jesus and choose truth, right? Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is the principal thing. And all you're getting, get understanding. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word tonight. We thank you that we receive your wisdom. We receive godly instruction. We receive your discipline. We receive your correction because we know that you love us and you care about us and that you have a great future for us. And we want to walk in that future and that plan and that destiny. In Jesus' name, everybody agreed, said amen, amen, amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.